0: Hi, this is Brad Humphrey with the Contractor's Best Friend podcast. Thanks again to our sponsors, Caterpillar and 4 And today we're joined by two experts for a topic that I think you're going to enjoy, how to make smart planning choices in the area of buying new, used, or renting equipment. We have two experts, uh, both from Caterpillar. We're really glad to have Jason Hurt- Hurtis with us and Carrie Nicholson. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you doing? We're... I'm Jason... doing well. You're all Thank right, you. Carrie. Good to have you with us today. Um, I want to start right off with maybe an obvious question. I travel the country with working with all kinds of contractors in different construction industries. Business is really good for a lot of companies right now. And I got to be honest with you, these guys get a little bit of jingle in their pocket. They all want to go out and buy new equipment. Is that the best thing to do? I mean, what's your guys' perspective on that?
1: Um, I, I think it's an option. I, I think that leads to an idea for rental to be able to get specific pieces of equipment um, mm-hmm. for job sites that you don't know are going to last very long for a short time. So I, I think that that plays a, an important role
0: in that buying decision.
2: Okay. I, I don't know if just because you have money, if you should immediately go out and buy new why jason come on be honest with me i mean you got to look at at the backlog of your business yeah you got to look at the direction that you want to go with your business and you got to look at the utilization of your current equipment mm. i mean if your utilization of your current equipment is is not where you want it to be or it, it's down then maybe adding an, a new piece of equipment to the fleet's not right right maybe you should add a used piece or maybe you should do a short-term rental for the for the next project or the next six months that you have and not worry about having that asset on your books until you until your backlog comes up or tell you make sure you have the next project or the next job.
0: You know, as in my imagination, was there kind of a switch in the industry, a movement of mindset? Everybody wanted to own. I mean, if I rented a piece of equipment, it literally was because I was going to be out of town. Uh, I needed one piece of equipment for one job. And, and I get that. That's always been there. But there seemed to be a switch. Is that because of interest rates? I mean why was this where was this mindset change? I don't know when it happened exactly. Maybe you guys don't either, but something happened in the industry.
1: Uh, I think that we've kind of uh, even as a society or as a group have kind of moved to a usership versus ownership. Yeah. You know we kind of used to um, give somebody you know credit for owning lots of things. And, you know, once we had the downturn and and people were trying to, you know, liquidate assets, it became more important to, you know, keep cash on the books as much as they could where the the rental provides
0: that option. Yeah. Cash is king for most owners. Mm -hmm. And I agree with that. That's a good point. I think
2: the other thing that happened in the industry was emissions. I think tier four interim, (sighs) tier tier three, tier four. Yeah. I think that threw some curveballs to our contractors where you're going to have to have deaf on site and... I think they didn't want to jump into into those engines and that emissions market with both feet as quickly. So they were doing more use. They were doing more rentals to, to supplement to kind of see where all is this deaf stuff can iron out at. Yeah.
1: It definitely helps them balance a you know a cost control inside their business. You know, so you're not really worried about maintenance cost, you're not worried about, you know, transportation cost, storage cost, any of those things, this you is, can just limit your, your liability really. This exactly. is great.
0: Let's get right in I want to stay right on that topic. What should be some of the, the broad considerations of a contractor to rent equipment maybe over buying? On
1: each contractor can be different, you know, depending on what their internal resources are. I mean, do they have the mechanics available to work on the equipment when they need to? Do they have the drivers available to deliver it? Um, How big of a concern is downtime? If you're, you know, if if downtime is a huge concern, the the rental equipment plays a a big value there because you're able to just switch it out. If something happens to it, you know, the dealer can just switch it out.
0: What are some of the benefits that some of these dealers might provide for a contractor to rent the equipment? What what would be some things they might be able to provide that would be wise for a contractor to take advantage of?
1: Well, a lot of things, you know, it's it can also be a test drive, you know, so you can get the latest technology without buying it. You can just rent it to see what works for you on a specific job site. You can try a different work tool that you haven't used before mm. to see how much of, uh, you know, efficiency it can provide to your job site and, and see if you like it or if you're going to use it.
0: What kind of commitment sometimes do do you guys have to a contractor that does rent is there still a commitment for training education those kind of things Our,
1: your cat dealer can provide any of the operator training any safety training and you know from a compliance standpoint you know to Jason's point on the tier 4 when you're renting equipment everything you get is going to be compliant with where you're at so you don't have to worry about any emissions you don't have to worry about the newness of the equipment fuel consumption any of those things are going to be compliant when you rent it
2: yeah Jason any thoughts or comment on common on well, rentals good cuz it takes a lot of the onus off of off of them and puts it you know back on the rental house or the, or the renting dealer to make sure that that's going to be used how it needs to be used and you know from a contractor standpoint you know you do a 30 day rental and you get a really good try before you buy type thing and hopefully that'll lead to a secondary sale or send you in a different direction without having to have that asset continuously on your books that's good. I can. I mean, I agree with you guys.
0: Um, most of the contractors I work with are are renting equipment more than ever before um they are they probably and they some of them have large fleets some of them have smaller fleets uh but from a cash flow standpoint it's uh it's, it's advantageous for them a lot of times to do it that way especially if they don't have a long-term type of arrangement made up to it let's go to another part of this whole thing because we do have a, a look, we want to look at new when would you suggest When would you guys look at um buying new versus
2: renting or, or leasing what when, when would be a good reason to buy I would start looking at new if it was my primary production piece. Okay. If I lived Can you give in, me an example? Um, in a quarry, if yeah, it was- Yeah, let's talk about quarry, yeah. If it was in my, if it was my pit loader. Right. If I lived and died by a single piece of equipment, mm-hmm. I'd be looking at new. Uh, heavy construction mm-hmm. or a pipeline crew, if it was my excavator, I'd be looking at new because I have to maximize that uptime. I'm probably going to want some warranty. Right. So if something does happen, you know, I'm going to be backstopped by the dealer um that's where i would look my secondary pieces of equipment maybe my haul trucks I, I may have a blend of new used and rental yeah depending on the size of the project but if it was something i was going to live and die on i'd be looking at new there first
0: yeah i've got a large uh, paving and concrete uh client in in texas and i know they they buy their pavers they just feel like if by owning them it's a because it's used regularly no, right? that's their production piece That's a production. And die
2: on that the rollers the yeah you know the other pieces okay i can get by if it goes down but i can't not get by if that paver goes down
0: yeah Carrie, any thoughts on that i know i know you're going to look at rental because that's that's your business <laughs> right?
2: which is why we have you on the podcast exactly which i appreciate
0: but are is there ever a time when you might actually instruct even dealers on hey, guys this is probably a better situation for them to buy versus ruin. yeah
1: absolutely i mean i i think from an industry standpoint sometimes when we looked at it if you were going to use something 65 or 70 percent of the time okay. you know That's throughout the year right. you, you know you you might want to look at purchasing it okay. because you're going to have a long-term you know you know depreciation schedule you're going to have the machine it's going to be yours you're going to be able to take care of it and it's going to be, you know provide some worry-free use there
0: okay what about you know we haven't talked about used equipment there's a big market for that right for a lot of either i mean do you rent used equipment or do you rent i mean it's all used i guess obviously at one point but i mean do you find a lot of your rental equipment with the dealers will then sell that used equipment I mean, it's probably
1: a good deal for some of the contractors, right? Absolutely. Um, if, for us, you, you know, your local dealer has, especially in the certified Use program. Right. You know, you're talking about newer, low-hour machines that are going to come with a minimum warranty, just yeah. like you would buy in the automotive industry. Yeah. That will provide a, a you know a lower price point for you know an entry level machine, and they're going to get. <laughs> You know some of the latest technology on it. They can configure it how they want to. It's been maintained by the cat dealer. So you're not worried about the maintenance on it. And, and it provides a, you know, a considerable price point option.
0: I've got some contractors that are a little smaller, le- less than 50, 30 to 50 million in sales a year. They have not done that because they don't have maintenance underneath their company right. to handle it. Is that a consideration? If you have your own in-house maintenance people?
2: I think it, it may make a difference. Uh, again, if it's a rental piece of equipment right. that falls the maintenance usually falls back on to, onto the dealer depending on how the the That's rental structured. contract was was structured. If it's a new piece of equipment, obviously that kind of falls on to the owner itself, depending if you get a CSA, you know, a customer service agreement or yeah. things like that that can take some of that pressure off. And again, you have to look at the number of technicians you have. You can't add you know, 200 pieces of new equipment and only have two technicians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got to supplement that yeah. some way with a yeah. mixture of new used and rental depending on on your operational efficiencies. Yeah. Any yeah. thought? more thoughts? Yeah. On yeah, that? I
1: agree. I mean, it, it, taking a look at your um, internal bandwidth right. as a contractor, right. as a company, how many employees do you have? Do you have the bandwidth to be able to work on the machine or are you going to have to you know outsource that every time something needs to be fixed
0: or worked on on the machine? Carrie, what do you see, I know in the rental, I understand rental contracts, what's the real difference for these contractors on rental versus leasing? Where, where's the difference there? Um, I, for
1: me, rental provides the ability to just to take it back. Okay. You know, you're you're only having it when you need it. So, Leasing's
0: more to a commitment, right? Right.
1: You know, it's leasing is a, a usership of a, a, you know, a specific time period, whether you want to lease it for a couple years and then turn it in and get another one, you know. That's, no difference. You and I might get a car that correct. Way, right? okay. Absolutely. Where rental provides the flexibility of, you know, equipment change for mm-hmm. the job. You know, you may rent it for this job and then need a different piece of equipment for the next job and be able to just swap them out where the lease really doesn't provide that flexibility.
0: You know, there's some other perks for the contractor to rent, uh, including even some legal things, I think, right? In other words, if you own a piece of equipment, you're responsible for keeping the logs on mileage. Maintenance issues, that kind of stuff. Running, you're not necessarily have to report all that. Is that is that fairly accurate?
1: Correct. It would fall back on the dealer that's running the equipment. Okay. So all that would be taken from. And that's not the really a.
0: That's not even not even a state by state thing. That's kind of a federal thing. I think. Yep. Right. From a safety standpoint.
2: Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't exempt the the user from common sense. You know, no, still right. inspecting right. the machine daily and and that sort of stuff but yeah it does put a lot of off of them onto someone else well let's build on that though jason so so
0: what i'm a contractor talk to me Mm -hmm. um what are my responsibilities that are in my power that i that i am responsible for to rent equipment what what would give me some of the highlights what do i need to be prepared for
1: and like jason said you're going to want to inspect it daily you know you're going to make sure that your operators are trained to use it Mm -hmm. um and just you know the basic take care of the equipment you know don't try and damage it or put it in a position to where it's going to get damaged because the damage on the rental is something that you're going to be responsible for okay so take care of it like it's your own but just make sure that you inspect it
0: and and you know use it properly on that piece all right let me let me pose a contractor's question all right to you guys you're the experts i'm renting equipment i got a piece of equipment goes down i need my equipment tomorrow what 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 are you going to do for me what i mean what are we what are we trying to work with our dealers from And it could be true in any dealership right mm-hmm. but and obviously you guys are involved with caterpillar but but so give me the broader scope here what what are we what's a dealer do for a contractor when a piece of equipment goes down i don't own it i'm renting it
1: from a from a rental standpoint i mean yeah. that that kind of leads us into that helping control your uptime and your downtime okay. and your maintenance cost Um, from a rental perspective, if a machine goes down while you're on the job site, we're going to get a technician out there or a rental's going to get a technician out there, you know, within a few hours to look at it, to see if they can get it up and running while it's there, or if we're just going to replace it that day with another machine to get you going on your
0: day. And a professional dealership that I buy a piece of equipment from, they're going to give me the same type of attention, though, right? Yeah, they will. Um, you know, a service department has a, a
1: planned schedule of events. So it's just like when you buy a brand new car, yeah. they're going to get it into service and, and they're going to, you know, work on it and get it back to you as soon as they possibly can. But if you're, you know, renting a car while you're out of town and something happens to it, you're going to get another car and and go about your day
0: oh and I've had that it hurts and Avis and all of them you know mm-hmm. I broke down a road and they're they're there as, right. they're there. Bring it on, drop it off take the old yeah. one any, away any other thoughts on that Jason
2: I mean uh, uh, every I think every dealer tries to get to a machine that's down as fast yeah. as what they possibly yeah. can whether you know it's a rental machine from them a new machine a used machine um everybody's resource constrained yeah. and if you you know you have a piece of equipment go- that goes down that's a production piece that's yeah. gonna take priority over a machine that may be a support type of piece for the for the same customer the same yeah. contractor that's because good point. you know our dealers have relationships or our, all dealers have relationships with the customers and and they know hey if, if the 988's down that's a really really bad day if the skid steers down okay that's not as bad of a day as your main production piece being right. down so yeah. And on the, on the rental side of, you know, that expectation is a little bit different. It's yep. it's actually not my machine that's down it's your machine. So help me fix it or bring me something to replace it. But you actually just said it, you used a key word there and, and you went right
0: by it, the word relationship. That's important in this industry, isn't it? It's important it in a lot of industries, but
1: yes, yeah. very much in this one.
0: Yeah. it is a relationship business yeah it is and and in the the good dealers and there's a lot of great deal most of them are very good they want a good relationship. they don't want they've got customer satisfaction concerns as well right I'm mm-hmm. sure <laughs> so they're gonna be they're gonna be uh, moving as fast as they can to help any contractor that's leasing or have bought a piece of equipment from uh, from their location as well correct that's good insight appreciate that please join us for part two of how to make smart planning choices to hear more Check out all of The Contractor's Best Friend podcasts sponsored by Caterpillar and 4 Pros.com. Thanks for listening and put the things we've talked about to work for you.